Hello, and welcome to Moon Talks. My name is Taro King, and I'm your host. Uh, you look very lovely today. That shirt looks so good on you. Um, I hope that you are having a great day, and I hope that it just gets better from here. Now, to start off, um, I just want to give a shout out to Call Me Chris and Selena Spooky Boo. Um, they're one of the few inspirations that I do have uh, in this time of my life. Um, the intro, where I gave you the little compliment, is a little debt to Call Me Chris. And then the podcast itself is something that I um, really got inspired to do listening to Selena's uh, Haunted Estates. So, these are two powerful and strong women that I definitely look up to, and I hope you give them a little look-see if you haven't ever uh, heard any of their things. Um, so, to get us started, uh, I wanted to give a little details about the names, uh, Tarot King and Moon's Talk. So, I am a Cancer, um, and so the Moon is one of my ruling planets, and just like the Moon, we all have different phases of our life that we're going through. We also have different phases of emotions. So, Moon's Talks is going to be a range of different things that could, um, could or would like to be discussed. So, that's just going to be one of the things that helps us uh, along the way. Um, Tarot King. Um, so, a little bit about me before we really get started. Um, I am a male witch, um, and I don't see a lot of representation for male witches. So, I decided to make this podcast in support and just to put it out there that m men can be practitioners um, some of them don't identify as witch, uh, but that's all right. Witchcraft is one of those many things where it has no boundaries. It's just something that you can do to help better yourself or just make your life a little bit more magical. And who doesn't need a little bit of magic from time to time? Um, the king part of Tarot King comes from, um, a cute little story. Uh, I was a sophomore in high school and growing up in the middle of Tennessee, um, my social media was very vanilla, <laughs> to say the least. So one of my friends takes my phone and goes through and like is like changing around my social media, and he came up with terror. Uh, he came up with King, with a Y. Uh, that way it was a little less generic. So uh, if you want to find me on other platforms, it is K Y N G. Dot Gabriel on Insta and uh, KYNG Gabe on Snapchat. <laughs> so, um, those are the two little stories about the names and uh, their, their meanings for me, and I hope that some of them could help resonate with you. Uh, but yeah, one of my favorite tools to use are tarot cards, so that's where the tarot came from. So, like I said before, this podcast is going to be there to show male witches that, you know, you are valid and, like, you have some support. 
But it's also going to be something that I do from time to time that's just supportive for me. And, you know, we're going to have some interviews on here uh, in future episodes uh, talking with other witches and friends. And it's just going to be a very safe place to talk about the things going on in life and what's going on around us. So, I hope that you will enjoy listening to some of these. Um, And if you do, please subscribe. So, a little bit about me. Um, Like I said, I grew up in the Bible Belt of Tennessee. And so, I grew up in a very Christian family. But once again this time and age, um, you know, people just grow away from Christianity, um, sometimes, not all the time. And so, I got into witchcraft. Um, at the beginning of my journey, it was actually, um, a book that I read, actually a series. Um, it was the Sweep series by Kate Tiernan. I fell in love with these books, if I'm telling you. you If you ever love fantasy-type books, like these are the best book, in my opinion, uh, to ever listen to, or read. Well, I guess you could listen to it if you go on Audible. Um, now, the books did glorify some of the things that happen in witchcraft, but... It definitely had a lot of real things entangled with it uh, that really helped intrigue me into finding out a little bit more. From that point on, I would get as many books as I could, study it as much as I could, you know, just complete fascination. It was everything to me. And... Around this time, I was hitting my preteens, and life was not really good um, at that point. Um, Some very traumatic things would happen, but witchcraft was a way for me to control the things in my life, and it definitely helped me grow as a person and help control some of my less mm, satisfying quirks. (laughs) Um, I'm not saying that witchcraft can solve all of your problems, but it definitely was one of those things that was, helped me feel like I was in control of my life. Growing up in the Bible Belt, uh, not to mention, if you were gay, it's twice as bad because you don't want anyone to know because then, you know, fear of rejection and stuff like that. And so... Coming out as gay and coming out as a witch was a lot of different mixed signals. Some people were okay with the gay part. Some people definitely weren't. Um, And then, of course, telling people that you are a practicing witch, they look at you like you're crazy. (laughs) Now, granted, nowadays, um, it seems less like someone's going to be uh, losing their shit over it, but um, it's definitely one of those things where it, it was it's a hard thing. It's one of those things where you have to embrace what you want and what you believe, even if everyone else looks at you like you're, they should send you to the loony bin. 
but um, definitely growing up, um, me and my sisters, uh, hopefully I'll be able to get one of my sisters to do an interview with me one day, um, we would go into this tree behind our house, and it was a pine tree, but like it was all the way to the ground, almost like a Christmas tree. But there was enough room in between the branches behind the um, pine needles that we could make little potions. It was like a little hut. Um, and growing up, like, you know, you made little potions outside whenever you were stuck outside playing all day because, you know, your parents were in, ho in the house cleaning. Um... That's whenever I really started feeling a little connection to magic. This was before, you know, um, all of the the books and all of the research and stuff like that. Because um, whenever you're a child, the little wonders of like making potions and like playing outside and seeing little fairies, where it could be imaginary. Um, as most parents would take it, it's imaginary, but, you know, there's that one little bit of wonder that you're just like, is, was that fake? Was that real? I, after, uh, I have started practicing for a while, um, I would go outside and I would whistle, right? And so, I know this sounds very childish or whatever. Um, so I would go outside and I would whistle and then the wind would seem to pick up as soon as I like started whistling. It was one of those things where it made me feel very empowered, like nature was listening to me and it wanted to dance with my song. Um, I actually have a cousin who witnessed this firsthand and I was like, I told her I was, I was like, Ooh, listen to this and so I started whistling and then like as soon as I started whistling the breeze picked up and it cracked it was kind of funny because the people around my block it was very quiet and so whenever I was whistling it was almost haunting to say the least because it would carry over two to three blocks because it was just quiet um, I lived in a pretty you know, it was a quiet town. It was a small town in Tennessee. So, whenever there's nothing going on and it's just a normal summer day, you just whistle and, like, the sound just travels. But, yeah, it, it, was just, it was just so acoustic and, like, it was so haunting. And, like, it just, it was one of those things. It just felt like a little, a little enchantment that I was able to do. So, getting into whenever I started to do tarot, um, it was about, I want to say 2019, yeah, 2019, um, I had went with one of my friends down to Chattanooga for his birthday, and we stopped at Barnes & Noble, and I got a little oracle deck, uh, Moonology, uh, if you've ever seen it. Uh, I definitely treasure that deck. It is, first of all, my first tarot deck. But it was also one of those decks that really resonated with me. Now, disclaimer, a lot of people assume that 
to get a tarot deck, it has to be gifted to you. I personally do not agree with this statement because if you are given something that you don't really resonate with, it's not going to help you. And so whenever it comes to trying to resonate with your tools and your practice, I feel like you should be the one to go out and find them and pick them. Uh, this can be done with all of your uh, tools. Your athame, your cauldron, your chalice, your candles, all of it. Um, and from there, um, I have accumulated multiple tarot decks. Um, I have gained crystals. I have a plethora of books on so many different topics in spiritualism in general. And so that's why whenever I meet new people, I tell them about it and I'm just like, whenever we start talking about it, uh, they'll be like, oh, well, I've always been interested in astrology. I've always been interested in like, you know, sacred geometry, like just random little topics. And I'll be like, hold on a second. And so I go into my house and like, I look through my books and I'm like, here you go. And a lot of people will be like, well, aren't you just wasting your money then? Um, the way I see it, no. Um, because I feel like I was put here to help grow people spiritually, but also help them learn. Um, one of my life paths is actually to be a teacher. And so I'm not good at being an Ex, uh, I'm not good at explaining things uh, to try to like teach people how to do something. I can show you what I know. I cannot tell you what I know. Um, like we could get on a topic and I could ramble about it because it's a topic I know about. But if you give me a plethora of things to like reach out and talk to you about or like try to teach you, I'm not the best person at that. And so whenever I can give somebody a book to help them gain some more knowledge on a topic, or if I can show someone a little bit of magic to help boost their day, it is everything to me. Because magic is one of those things that help get, bring this life a little bit more joy. Now, granted, whenever I first started, I was practicing a lot of baneful magic. Um, I would do hexes, I would do little, uh, you know, little charms and stuff, and so, hello, and welcome to Moon Talks. My name is Tarot King, and I am your host. Uh, you look very lovely today. That shirt looks so good on you. Um, I hope that you are having a great day, and I hope that it just gets better from here. Now, to start off, um, I just want to give a shout out to Call Me Chris and Selena Spooky Boo. Um, they're one of the few inspirations that I do have uh, in this time of my life. Um, the intro, where I gave you the little compliment, is a little debt to Call Me Chris. And then the podcast itself is something that I um, really got inspired to do listening to Selena's uh, Haunted Estates. So, these are two 
powerful and strong women that I definitely look up to, and I hope you give them a little look-see if you haven't ever uh, heard any of their things. Um, So to get us started, uh, I wanted to give a little details about the names, uh, Tarot King and Moon's Talk. So I am a Cancer, um, and so the moon is one of my ruling planets, and just like the moon, we all have different phases of our life that we're going through. We also have different phases of emotions. So Moon's Talks is going to be a range of different things that could, um, could or would like to be discussed. So that's just going to be one of the things that helps us uh, along the way. Um, Tarot King. Um, so a little bit about me before we really get started. Um, I am a male witch, um, and I don't see a lot of representation for male witches. So I decided to make this podcast in support and just to put it out there that men can be practitioners. Um, some of them don't identify as witch, uh, but that's all right. Witchcraft is one of those many things where it has no boundaries. It's just something that you can do to help better yourself or just make your life a little bit more magical. And who doesn't need a little bit of magic from time to time? Um, the king part of Tarot King comes from, um, a cute little story. Uh, I was a sophomore in high school And growing up in the middle of Tennessee, um, my social media was very vanilla, (laughs) to say the least. So one of my friends takes my phone and goes through and, like, is, like, changing around my social media. And he came up with terror. uh, He came up with King with a Y. Uh, That way it was a little less generic. So uh, if you want to find me on other platforms, it is KYNG dot gabriel on insta and uh kyng gabe on snapchat (laughs) so um those are the two little stories about the names and uh their their meanings for me and i hope that some of them could help resonate with you uh but yeah one of my favorite tools to use are tarot cards so that's where the tarot came from So, like I said before, this podcast is going to be there to show male witches that, you know, you are valid and, like, you have some support. But it's also going to be something that I do from time to time that's just supportive for me. And, you know, we're going to have some interviews on here uh, in future episodes, uh, talking with other witches and friends And it's just going to be a very safe place to talk about the things going on in life and what's going on around us. So, I hope that you will enjoy listening to some of these. Um, And if you do, please subscribe. So, a little bit about me. Um, Like I said, I grew up in the Bible Belt of Tennessee. And so, I grew up in a very Christian family. But once again this time and age, um, you know, people just grow away from Christianity, um, sometimes, not all the time. And so, 
I got into witchcraft. Um, at the beginning of my journey, it was actually um, a book that I read, actually a series. Um, it was the Sweep series by Kate Tiernan. I fell in love with these books, if I'm telling you. you if you ever love fantasy type books, like these are the best book, in my opinion. <laughs> to ever listen to, or read. Well, I guess you could listen to it if you go on Audible. Um, now, the books did glorify some of the things that happen in witchcraft, but it definitely had a lot of real things entangled with it uh, that really helped intrigue me into finding out a little bit more. From that point on, I would get as many books as I could, study it as much as I could, you know, just complete fascination. It was everything to me. And around this time, I was hitting my preteens, and life was not really good um, at that point. Um, some very traumatic things would happen, but witchcraft was a way for me to control the things in my life and it definitely helped me grow as a person and help control some of my less mm, satisfying quirks <laughs> um, I'm not saying that witchcraft can solve all of your problems but it definitely was one of those things that was helped me feel like I was in control of my life Growing up in the Bible Belt, uh, not to mention, if you were gay, it's twice as bad because you don't want anyone to know because then, you know, fear of rejection and stuff like that. And so, coming out as gay and coming out as a witch was a lot of different mixed signals. Some people were okay with the gay part some people definitely weren't um and then of course telling people that you are a practicing witch they look at you like you're crazy <laughs> now granted nowadays um it seems less like someone's going to be uh losing their shit over it but um it's definitely one of those things where it, it was it's a hard thing it's one of those things where you have to embrace what you want and what you believe. Even if everyone else looks at you like you're, they should send you to the loony bin. But, um, definitely growing up, um, me and my sisters, uh, hopefully I'll be able to get one of my sisters to do an interview with me one day. Um, we would go into this tree behind her house and it was a pine tree but like it was all the way to the ground almost like a christmas tree but there was enough room in between the branches behind the um, pine needles that we could make little potions it was like a little hut um and growing up like you know you made little potions outside whenever you were stuck outside playing all day because you know, your parents were in, ho in the house cleaning. Um, 
that's whenever I really started feeling a little connection to magic. This was before, you know, um, all of the the books and all of the research and stuff like that. Because um, whenever you're a child, the little wonders of like making potions and like playing outside and seeing little fairies, where it could be imaginary. Um, as most parents would take it, it's imaginary, but, you know, there's that one little bit of wonder that you're just like, is, was that fake? Was that real? I, after, uh, I have started practicing for a while, um, I would go outside and I would whistle, right? And so, I know this sounds very childish or whatever. Um, so I would go outside and I would whistle and then the wind would seem to pick up as soon as I like started whistling. It was one of those things where it made me feel very empowered. Like nature was listening to me and it wanted to dance with my song. Um, I actually have a cousin who witnessed this firsthand and I was like, I told her I was, I was like, Ooh, listen to this. And so I started whistling, and then, like, as soon as I started whistling, the breeze picked up. And it cracked, it was kind of funny because the people around my block, it was very quiet. And so, whenever I was whistling, it was almost haunting, to say the least, because it would carry over two to three blocks because it was just quiet. Um, I lived in a pretty you know, it was a quiet town. It was a small town in Tennessee. So, whenever there's nothing going on and it's just a normal summer day, you just whistle and, like, the sound just travels. But, yeah, it it was just it was just so acoustic and, like, it was so haunting. And, like, it just, it was one of those things. It just felt like a little, a little enchantment that I was able to do. So, getting into whenever I started to do tarot, um, it was about, I want to say 2019, yeah, 2019, um, I had went with one of my friends down to Chattanooga for his birthday, and we stopped at Barnes & Noble, and I got a little oracle deck, uh, Moonology, uh, if you've ever seen it. Uh, I definitely treasure that deck. It is, first of all, my first tarot deck. But it was also one of those decks that really resonated with me. Now, disclaimer, a lot of people assume that to get a tarot deck, it has to be gifted to you. I personally do not agree with this statement because if you are given something that you don't really resonate with, it's not going to help you. And so whenever it comes to trying to resonate with your tools and your practice, I feel like you should be the one to go out and find them and pick them. Uh, this can be done with all of your uh, tools. Your athame, your cauldron, your chalice, your candles, all of it. Um... And from there, um, I have accumulated multiple tarot decks. Um, I have 
gained crystals. I have a plethora of books on so many different topics in spiritualism in general. And so that's why whenever I meet new people, I tell them about it and I'm just like, whenever we start talking about it, uh, they'll be like, oh, well, I've always been interested in astrology. I've always been interested in like, you know, sacred geometry, like just random little topics. And I'll be like, hold on a second. And so I go into my house and like, I look through my books and I'm like, here you go. And a lot of people will be like, well, aren't you just wasting your money then? Um, the way I see it, no. Um, because I feel like I was put here to help grow people spiritually, but also help them learn. Um, one of my life paths is actually to be a teacher. And so I'm not good at being an ex, uh, I'm not good at explaining things, um, to try to like teach people how to do something. I can show you what I know. I cannot tell you what I know. Um, like we could get on a topic and I could ramble about it because it's a topic I know about. But if you give me a plethora of things to like reach out and talk to you about or like try to teach you, I'm not the best person at that. And so whenever I can give somebody a book to help them gain some more knowledge on a topic or if I can show someone a little bit of magic to help boost their day, it is everything to me because magic is one of those things that help get, bring this life a little bit more joy. Now, granted, whenever I first started, I was practicing a lot of baneful magic. Um, I would do hexes, I would do little, uh, you know, little charms and stuff. And so, 